0: Theological education should be accessible. In the past, men have had to leave their local churches to train for the ministry. At Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary, you can now complete a seminary education while staying in your own church and being mentored by your own pastor. For more information on how you can receive informed scholarship with Pastoral Heart, check out our website, cbtseminary.org. You are listening to Particular Pilgrims, stories from Reformed Baptist History with Commentary. I'm your host, Ron Miller, pastor of Covenant Baptist Church of Clarksville, Tennessee, and a longtime student and collector of Particular Baptist History. We're on the Man of God Network, brought to you by Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. Samuel Medley's hymns were first published during his lifetime. I have a modern reprint of the second edition enlarged, as it's called, from 1789, that contains 77 hymns, their titles, and scripture texts. Some of Medley's hymns were used by John Ripon in his famous hymnal of about the same time. Then after Medley's death in 1799, a much larger collection was gathered and printed in London in 1800. It contained 232 hymns. I have one of those originals, beautifully custom-bound by someone in the past. It has deep maroon three-quarter leather covers with seven raised bands on the spine and crisply stamped in gold medley's hymns. This was not just a showpiece. The hymnal was used, as evidenced by the handwritten scripture index, on the front and rear blank pages with the matching hymn numbers. Of course, the hymnal only contained words. There are no tunes, since those were commonly not joined in hymnals until later. But Medley is said to have been one of the first to individually print his songs for the use of the congregation. The usual method of singing hymns was by doing what is called lining out. The leader would sing or chant a line or two, and then the congregation would duplicate it. This would allow congregants who couldn't read or afford a hymnal to sing in worship. But Medley had some of his own hymns printed on a single piece of paper called a broadside and given out so they could be sung without prompting. In a foreword to one edition of his hymns, Medley gave the reasons why he allowed them to be published. First, there was the, quote, repeated and earnest entreaty of many worthy and pious friends whose judgment he bowed to. Second, a desire to use his talents for the Lord. Third, to encourage and comfort the hearts of true Christians of every denomination, both in public and private. And fourth and finally, to glorify my great God and Redeemer, whose glorious person, precious name, heavenly love and everlasting salvation are the subjects here treated on. Indeed they are. Most of Medley's hymns were written for the worship services of the Byram Street Congregation in Liverpool, where he pastored. They focused on the main idea of the sermon text and often repeated it as a last line. For example, when he preached from Genesis 32.21, the account of Jacob wrestling with God, his text was, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. To help the congregation fix that point in their minds, he wrote 11 verses using common meter, that is, eight syllables, six syllables, eight, and six. The last line of each verse was a variation on, I will not let thee go. When the text was Deuteronomy 6.12, Beware lest thou forget the Lord, these eight syllables became the last line of each of the seven verses of the hymn. From Isaiah 63, 7, I will mention the loving kindness of the Lord. He wrote a nine stanza hymn. The final line of each is a variation of his loving kindness is so free, with the last word being changed to great or large or strong or near or something similar. You can see his pastoral intention in all this. He wanted his people to fix the great truths of Scripture in their minds by reading, hearing, and singing the word of God in his worship. Another pattern is obvious after studying his hymns. That is, they often progressed from lauding God in Christ, or some aspect of Christian experience, to death in the next to last verse and heaven in the last verse. Again, his pastoral purpose seems obvious. He wants to give a full and balanced gospel sermon in the hymn. As Benjamin Ramsbottom says, Medley's hymns are gospel hymns, full of Christ and the riches of his grace. And that is one of the reasons why they were popular among Baptists and others. A few of his hymns are still sung today. Several are in the Trinity Hymnal, for those of you who use that. This first song is to the praise of Jesus Christ, a constant theme of medleys. This is one of my favorite hymns, and has been slightly altered compared to the original. It goes like this. Oh, could I speak the matchless worth! Oh, could I sound the glories forth, which in my Savior shine! I'd soar and touch the heavenly strings, and vie with Gabriel while he sings in notes almost divine, in notes almost divine. I'd sing the precious blood he spilt, my ransom from the dreadful guilt of sin and wrath divine. I'd sing his glorious righteousness, in which all-perfect heavenly dress my soul shall ever shine. My soul shall ever shine. I'd sing the characters he bears and all the forms of love he wears, exalted on his throne. In loftiest songs of sweetest praise, I would to everlasting days make all his glories known, make all his glories known. Well, the delightful day will come when my dear Lord will bring me home and I shall see his face. Then with my Savior, brother, friend, a blessed eternity I'll spend, triumphant in his grace triumphant in his grace. Amen. Did you notice his regular themes of grace from a glorious Christ, the thankful joy of the Christian, and the anticipation of going home to see the Savior's face? Here is another song that illustrates well all of Medley's strengths as a hymn writer. This is number 138 in the Baptist Trinity. And this is perhaps his most well-known and appreciated hymn. Awake, my soul, in joyful lays, and sing thy great Redeemer's praise. He justly claims a song from me, his loving kindness is so free. Loving kindness, loving kindness, his loving kindness is so free. He saw me ruined in the fall, yet loved me notwithstanding all. And saved me from my lost estate, His loving kindness is so great. Loving kindness, loving kindness, His loving kindness is so great. Through mighty hosts of cruel foes, Where earth and hell my way oppose, He safely leads my soul along. His loving kindness is so strong, Loving kindness, loving kindness. His loving-kindness is so strong. So when I pass death's gloomy veil, and life and mortal powers shall fail, O may my last expiring breath, His loving-kindness sing in death. Loving-kindness, loving-kindness, His loving-kindness sing in death. Then shall I mount and soar away to the bright world of endless day, There shall I sing with sweet surprise his loving kindness in the skies. Loving kindness, loving kindness, his loving kindness in the skies. I hope these examples spur you to explore some of the riches of Medley's hymns. Thank you for listening today. This is Ron the Baptist wishing you grace and peace. (laughs) ¶¶